Hey everybody, this is the Coast to Coast Combat Hour. Ed Carberhall here flying solo this week for the Coast to Coast Combat Hour. Matt, my partner, is actually on the West Coast. He's right now, as I record this, at the AEW event out in his neck of the woods. Um, so I'm going to make some time to tune into that. Maybe we'll catch him on screen as we know like Matt likes to attend as many events as he can. But we didn't want to leave you without a podcast this week. So I'm going to go a little uh, quick, make a quick recording for you with some news. I also spoke with uh, Preston Schick, who fights at Showcase MMA 29 this weekend. Mixed martial arts is moving full steam ahead as we move on with January of the new year. Um, I know everyone's focused on the UFC and all their bullshit with Dana White and all that. But listen, if you've been listening to the podcast and the growth of the sport and you want to put your eyes someplace else. One of the outlets I write for spectationsports.com is actually a streaming service. And if depending on your region, you can also bet on some fights there watching them. Uh, Showcase MMA 29 will be shown there. And one of the fighters on the card, Preston Schick, who's coming back after he's undefeated, took some time off and he's making his return to the cage this weekend. I spoke to him. And I'm going to leave that recording for you after we get through some news. Uh, so make sure you stay tuned for that. Um, again, it's all audio. I made the a recording audio. That's how I transcribe and make do my articles for Spectation Sports. But, you know, since there's no Matt, I don't, I, we didn't want to leave our listeners without anything to listen to. So <clears throat> moving ahead. Uh, Bellator today announced their lightweight Grand Prix for 2023. The 155-pound division is going to be featuring some of Bellator's best fighters. Um, it's an eight-man tournament. I just want to read off the names of those involved uh, in the event. The first fight is going to be the champ Usman Nurmagomedov versus um, <clears throat> Benson Henderson. That's going to be March 10th. That's when that Grand Prix kicks off. So you have two men right there. Next is AJ McKee, who surprisingly just came out of uh, uh, fought a really tough fight against Roberto de Souza at, at, in Japan again, the Ryzen versus Bellator event. Patricky Pitbull, Tofik Musiev, as I said, Benson Henderson, who's ranked number three in, in the lightweight division there. Alexander Shab- Shabli, I'm trying not to mess up anyone's name. Sydney Outlaw and Mansoor Barnawi. Um, he's ranked, he's currently not ranked. He's the newest contender, but he's not ranked. Um, those are the eight men in the 2023 lightweight grand prix for Bellator MMA that we have to look forward to. Uh, it's going to air on Showtime. First fight is March 10th under the uh, Be- um, Henderson Nurmagomedov main card. Uh, they're the main event for that, but that's part of this tournament. You know, it's time that'll be in San Jose in Matt's neck of the woods, so you know. He'll be getting tickets to that, too. Mm. That's in March. Um, Bellator doesn't have an event up until February 4th when they do the CBS one out in California, which is, uh, you know, the Fedor retirement card. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, crazy weather we're having here, so I apologize for any throatiness on the audio here. Um, and uh, 
as I said, the um, one thing I want to mention about this tournament, um, and I mentioned the McKee fight in D'Souza on New Year's Eve. Um, if you watch uh, Ryzen's, like, uh, their version of, um, I forget what the UFC calls it, but they call it Ryzen Confessions. It's like the, the hype videos. They show different pieces on different fighters as they lead up to their event. Um, Roberto D'Souza, who fought McKee, they went to a decision uh, mostly dominant for McKee. We talked about it on last week's podcast, but the thing I want to make sure I um, mention is in the Rising Confessions episode, Roberto D'Souza, you may know him as Satoshi D'Souza, wherever, depending on your fandom, but he said in in one of those things that he, in part of this collaboration between Bellator and Ryzen, that he wouldn't mind coming over to the Bellator side in place in the tournament such as this. Now, I don't know if that was something they were planning as a back-end thing to include him had Bellator not had a clean sweep in Japan, but they did. So his name is not listed, but they did say alternates are to be determined. We do know Bellator likes to get to Hawaii, so if they do run part of this Grand Prix in Hawaii and, and have D'Souza as an alternate, I don't think that'd be a bad idea for them to do. Um, they definitely have... The other cool thing about this tournament is that the talent on there is a lot of outside of Benson Henderson. <clears throat> most of the talent is, um, you know, homegrown Bellator talent. And if you listen to last week's podcast, I did tell you guys that, you know, it's time to start looking at Bellator as legit uh, talent for mixed martial arts on a global scale, not only because of what happened in Japan, but they have a lot of. You know, AJ McKee just re-signed uh, for another multi-fight contract with Bellator. I don't think he would have done that had he not felt like you know he was someplace where where he would not only wasn't respected, but you know he's fighting. He's literally none of the UFC fighters are going to get to fight other other champions in Japan. Patricky Pitbull just did that. So, and then McKee, that means McKee has a chance to do that. They've done it before. Horiguchi held both bantamweight titles. Uh, for both Ryzen and Bellator before he blew out his knee right before COVID in 2019. So there's more opportunity there, I think, uh, if you're looking at the U.S.-based mixed martial arts promotions. I believe there is more opportunity there than anywhere else for any promotion in the U.S. A lot of the the other promotions, like Pendle PFL, tries to act like they want to do stuff, but with their ESPN contract and the, the, the giant bed, that is the UFC that kind of controls that space. I don't see that happening at all. I really don't. Um, but um, so speaking of uh, the UFC, obviously they're returning this week. I know that card. Um, Kelvin Gaslam is out. Sean Strickland, is, I believe, is stepping in in place to uh, the you know the those UFC cards seem to be falling apart more often than not. It's an ESPN Plus card, and you know how I feel about those. Um, we don't really talk much about them, especially with the changes going, you know, so late in the week. Uh, the fight card changed so late in the week. Um, if you have ESPN Plus, check it out. Maybe we'll talk about it after the fact, but there's other stuff to watch, as I said. There's no Bellator, but there is a one championship holds their first events back this weekend. Uh, Gary Tonin's on the, what is it, one on Prime 6. Um where he faces, uh, I mean, is it number six? I have to check, but it's it. 
Gary Tonin's on the card. He's not the main event. I think I believe the main event because you know they do their morning and night. Uh, I'm trying. There's a really good kickboxing match. I think it's. I don't think it's the prime one, but I do think it's the. Um, hold on, let me bring up my sports here for Amazon Prime One Championship. They have their nice Superbon versus Alizov. That's the kickboxing one. It is this Friday, 8 p.m. primetime Eastern on Amazon Prime. If you don't have Amazon Prime, sign up for it using our affiliate link, uh, usually on the bottom of the description everywhere the podcast is played. And you help out, you'll help us out while helping yourself out and get you some fights for your eyeballs this weekend. That's Friday night. Um, and then Saturday, as I said, the UFC card is on ESPN+. Plus. However... I feel like I would be remiss if I didn't mention um, Mr. Merriman, Sean Merriman, uh, Lights Out, Extreme Fighting. If you haven't watched those cards, those cards, not only are they fantastic and some great talent from those cards has gone on to fight in both belt or in the UFC, and I believe in uh, Ryzen as well. But there is a, his promotion makes their comeback this Friday, um, it's called the Return Lights Out Extreme Fighting Number Eight. It's uh, they lost some fights, it looks like, um, but there's several fights still on the card. And again, these are a lot of guys you probably haven't heard of, but when you do watch, there's I've seen some amazing fights on there. And best of all, here's the, my favorite part: you can watch it for free on Fubo Sports. Okay, so make sure you check out Fubo Sports. Because um, they have the PFL Challenger Series. I think that's on their paid side. But this is on the side that's free. So if you have, say, if you use the Tubi app and you look at their live TV you will and under sports, you'll find Fubo Sports. And if you tune in on Friday, I'm sorry, Saturday night, uh, 9 o'clock Eastern time, 6 p.m. Pacific, you'll be able to catch Lights Out Extreme Fighting 8. Uh, which is, uh, if you're a football fan, Sean Merriman has a true passion for mixed martial arts. He's been trying hard. I know for a fact I speak to the man. You can check the YouTube channels for my past conversations, and we were talking about this one coming up this week. He's uh, been trying to get these fights going for a little while, and you know, there's a lot of stuff promoters go through to get make fights happen. Depending on where they can make them happen, it really helps if you have uh, connections He's tried to bring lights out to other places. Obviously, it's in Commerce, California, where he's in the Commerce Casino, where he always holds his uh, events because, you know, he's a Chargers guy. He's a California guy. That, that's where he, where, where he gets respect so that they help him make these fights happen. And, again, if you haven't watched these fights, they're great fights to watch. Um, so that is on Fubo Sports Saturday night. You have one, again, on, on Amazon Prime Friday night. And the gentleman that if you – would like to check out my interview with him that's coming up uh, as soon as I'm done talking about the news. Um, Preston Schick, who fights on the um, Showcase MMA 29 event, that streams on SpectationSports.com. Now, the difference between Spectation Sports and ESPN Plus is I don't work for ESPN. I work for Spectation Sports. That's one of the places I write for. And they actually... It's another place like Trevor Peak, who who's going to be fighting, making he fought on Contender Series. Um, he's one of the people that had the dog in him meme made about it because of how well his fight went. Went. 
He makes his debut on February 25th, and you can see him his past fights, the fights that he knocked out Kama Worthy. That's how he got his his shot in Contender Series, and then now he's making his UFC debut, debut February 25th. So check out spectationsports.com. If you want to pay for some MMA, rather than give it to the f- people at ESPN that keep raising the price on you, bring your business over to spectationsports.com. If you use code CARBASIL, you'll get 20% off your first month or your annual subscription. You get to see fighters like Peak and the uh, young man I spoke to, Preston Schick, who's coming back after a little layoff. There's a lot of great fighters there, and it's not just Showcase MMA. We have Maverick MMA, um, North Iowa fights, Aries Fight Series. There's a lot of MMA promotions that feature both amateur and pro fights. That stream on Spectation Sports will be part of the package uh, that you that you uh, you know should you decide to subscribe, check it out, and uh, a lot of nice talent coming out of there. Again, it's like Tennessee, Iowa. I'm trying to think where else. Um, New England. We just got Cage Titans. That's based out of New England, I believe. So there's a lot of other regions that aren't on Fight Pass and there are not on Fight TV. You can find them right there at spectationsports.com. So that's my shameless plug for that. And I believe that is all I have on my notes to talk about. Um, So without further ado, I'll leave you with the audio of my conversation with Preston Schick. Again, um, we're only doing this because Matt's not here. So I apologize for no video this week. All audio, but we're not leaving you hanging. Coast to coast combat hour. Moving full steam ahead. Um, 2023 is going to be an interesting year, that's for sure. Um, We'll see you next week. Thank you again for listening, and stay tuned for my conversation with Mr. Schick. Uh, Schick, like the razor. Um, And hopefully he wins if you do tune into. I'll be watching that. uh, It'll be a two-screen night for me Saturday between Lights Out and this Spectation Sports fight because I always try fighters I speak to, I always try to watch them fight. And um, there's just something about something about all their stories that makes me they keep me interested. These guys like Schick, you know, Aaron Jeffrey, all the fighters I talk to, they're the ones that keep me interested in the sport. I like the UFC and stuff, and I like it when they make it big. But the promotion, I guess I should address it a little bit before I let you go. You know, this whole thing that we talked about last week. I mean, the UFC's there's there is a such thing as getting too big for your britches, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, Dana White's brought the, the promotion to where it's at and it's very popular. He addressed the media today. Um, the thing about his situation is that it is his situation that he put himself in. I think, uh, right, right now what we're looking at is why nothing else is happening. I mean, he's just kind of walking around almost proud to wear the scarlet letter of the domestic abuse issue on him. And of, I, yeah, sure. It's his, it's his family, his privacy, but too many comparisons are coming up to the, what's happens to other folks that do similar things in other sports and their backgrounds and how the powers that be in those organizations seem to do something. And it doesn't look like anything is going to happen here. Um, then today's January 11th. Today was supposed to be the day that the Power Slap League or whatever the hell it's called debuted on TBS. It was supposed to come on right after AEW, coincidentally, the event Matt is at. And they just pushed it back to next Wednesday. So it seems like they figured, you know, this is how long 
UFC fan. I'll say UFC fans, not MMA fans. This is how long it takes UFC fans to get over this type of news. And if you all tune in to their shit, and it's not shit. I, I don't want to take away from the fighters, but if you keep putting attention on their product, you're letting them know, yes, they're you're right. You can get away with it. You don't have to say or do anything. So MMA Junkie uh, put up the whole scrum with Dana White addressing the issue today. I think uh, I'm done talking about it. I know me and me and Matt are both kind of, you know, I said it last week on last week's podcast. If you, you, you speak loudest with where you put your attention and your money. So you got one on Amazon Prime. You got Bellator MMA, Spectation Sports. Um, maybe the sport is big enough now. You have other options out there. So if you don't like anything that the UFC is doing, rather than chime in on the memes about it on social media, um, you can actually make take action and do something else with your attention that they value so much. Maybe that'll sink in somewhere, right? All right. That's enough of me on my soapbox. Um, again, thanks for listening. Stay tuned for my interview with Preston Schick. And uh, that's the second time I'm saying that I know, but I'll let you go. Um, be safe, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. All right, Preston. Well, uh, you're fighting uh, this weekend, Showcase MMA 29. Yeah, uh, this this weekend has been a long time. Yeah, and I'm glad you said that because that's the literally the thing that I noticed, my editor noticed when we saw your name on the card. We're like, it's been a while for, for Preston. So uh, what's uh, you, did you focus on kickboxing or, or what happened? Yeah, I um, it's been I think I fought in September of last year, so almost a year and four months, whatever that works out to be. And um, you know, I just I just had some time off. I you know had a lot of things going on in life, and so wasn't training uh, like I should have or as much as I should. And so then I you know decided to get put you know head down and get through it and just train some more, train more and more and more. And, um, so then I, you know, obviously once I get to a certain point, I, you know, I have to not just train, I want to fight again. And so I get that itch and, and, you know, and here we are. So the itch is what brought you back. I mean, what, 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 what specifically about it? Like, did you watching stuff on TV, watching the sport grow? Like what made you want to, uh, come back is it just the feeling of being left out after doing so well because you're undefeated yeah yeah i um it's it's not necessarily i'm always involved with uh mma you know i i coach at my gym and there's a lot of things that goes on around me with whether it be teammates fighting things of that nature um i've just been able to dedicate more uh focused time to it this go around um in in recent months and so that's what's really allowed me i my hunger to get into the cage never really stops i always want to do it it's just a matter of um being able to um set that time aside to really train how i need to train Mm. and uh that's so that's what i've been able to do recently yeah, time is always, uh, it's hard to, to get enough of it, especially for yourself. Um, you mentioned, uh, like, just being around it, so uh, were you just helping other fighters more than, than in, like, with coaching and stuff, um, and that kind of pulled you away? No, I just, I have, you know, like many other fighters, I have a regular 9 to 5, mm. um, and so sometimes those those things can get demanding and it bleeds over. 
into, you know, a little bit later than, you know, five o'clock and, you know, you're the stress and, and wear and tear on that, that even that takes on your body can be, um, enough to make you want to just come home, relax mm-hmm. and, and kind of hang out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. I know it's uh, a lot of people don't give you guys enough credit for what you put your bodies through for what, you know, armchair guy looks at it, it's like one night of work. They don't realize the the work, yeah. the preparation to get in there, which is a guy. I know I said before I started recording, I felt bad bugging you on fight week because I know you're probably just getting into your or coming to the end of your weight cut and everything. Yeah, it's all good. But, um, so, I mean, you're young though. I mean, uh, uh, 25 years old, and you're fighting uh, Kyle Ickerd. Is that still the, your opponent? Yeah, that's that. As far as I know, that is it. Mm. And I know your your last few fights you were with Showcase. It, mm-hmm. it, was it easy to pick them to come back to? I know. I know you fought in other places. Yeah, it's been um, it's been. A, I can't remember how long how it's been since I fought on a different promotion. I, I've definitely fought on other promotions before, but Showcase has uh, been so good and and they've um, been so available for me that you know I I just love fighting with them, and so that's what I've done uh, in in most recent years. And I you know I, it's crossed my mind to to fight in other places just to get different looks. Um, and so that's still a possibility in the future, not putting out at all. But um, Showcase is, is also local to me, and so it's very easy for me to um, jump on to that promotion and, um, and really show out. The, um, the, uh, the, you mentioned the, like uh, different opponents and stuff out, outside of Showcase. When you look ahead, like you said, you got the itch to, to come back for this one. Looking ahead, I mean, is is it is this does is this fight going to determine what you do with the rest of this year as far as your fight career, or or did you just feel like you kind of like needed a break and and now you're regardless of what happens this weekend, you're 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 in it to to stick around. Yeah, it would be the latter that uh, I um you know regardless of really what happens with this fight, I plan I, I want to be active and uh, I plan on fighting at least four times this year. Uh, if I can swing it, and I, I believe I've got, you know, everything in order, the structure in order for me that allows me to do that, you know, like I said, with the 9 to 5 kind of thing, I, I believe I've got that kind of structure in place for me to really um, steamroll through the year with a few good wins under my belt. Yeah, I mean, you sound motivated. I mean, four, usually people want to get three, but four fights is, uh, counting this one, I mean, yeah, that's that's still a lot of work. Um, do you ever worry about like, um, I mean, I guess you don't worry about it cause you've been itching to get back, but when do you, uh, when do you listen to your body or your coaches when they tell you like, maybe, maybe that's overshooting or, or are they the one telling you to try to get four fights? No, I mean, that's, that's just a number in my head. I've, I've had four fights in a, in a year before. It's been a long time since I've done that. Uh, but I know it's possible. And I know that um, I, I do listen to my body, believe it or not. I mean, whenever I go through training, if it's a rough training day and, you know, maybe I, I'm supposed to be training the next day and something feels a little off or if I go into training and there's a potential to get hurt, I, um, I do take that extra few days off. I'm not one of those guys that are like, ah, screw it. We're just going to train until I break my whole arm off and then I'll train some more. Um, it's, I'm not that, I'm not that kind of person. I, mm. you know, I do listen to my body because 
um, your body's your vessel. It's going to carry you throughout life. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, you hear me say that, but, I mean, we're in the mixed martial arts world where mm-hmm. your uh, body gets beaten down so easily. Um, and But I, I try to mitigate as much damage as I can, and I, I've been lucky enough to really not sustain any major injuries throughout my career in doing so. So when you talk about your career, uh, you know, like if you're thinking long-term in the future, are you targeting to get picked up by the UFC or Bellator or any of the other top uh, upper-tier promotions, I should say, that are, like, broadcast globally? Um, I, yeah, I would love to um, get in, uh, into any one of those promotions. I would be uh, – I'm a little bit more lenient towards the UFC. Obviously, I think most people would be, but um, I'm – I'm happy as can be to, you know, I've, I fought on Bellator as an amateur mm. for their Monster Energy series. They had it down here in Bristol, uh-huh. and, you know, that was a fun promotion to fight for. There no BS, get right to it, and um, I would love any of those promotions. The, the Bristol, was that the one that was, like, at, at the racetrack? Yeah. I remember that one. You fought, you fought on that card, huh? Yeah, I did. That was the first fight. <laughs> oh, wow. I'll have to go back and see if I can find it. Because um, I was thinking, I'm like, I haven't seen, I haven't seen you fight, but I apparently I have. Um, yeah. <laughs> what was that like for you? Um, it was kind of wild. It was an outdoor event, and and of course it was the middle of the summer. I think mm-hmm. it was July yeah. and uh, 2017, and yeah. um, like 16, and, 17, yeah, <laughs> yeah, something like that. And uh, so it was scolding. It was just burning hot outside, and so that was like fighting in the in the in the elements is a bit different than fighting indoors in AC. Um, it, it's definitely interesting and, and different. And of course you have that cage, um, you know, the sun's beating down on you and you've got tons of people outside, uh, you know, it's Bristol. So people are drinking and, and getting wild. Some people are, you know, <laughs> yeah. painted across their chest with, you know, the double fist and beers and, you know, it, it gets real fun, but, um, you know, it was, it was a, in my opinion, one of a kind experience. Um, love to do something like that again. For sure. Um, though, cause I thought that was unique to have it at the racetrack, you know, it's like intermixing sports, but, um, speaking mm-hmm. of intermixing sports, like I noticed you did some kickboxing and, and I, w- I thought you were, when I asked you about your time away, I was wondering if that was like something like, what do you do to supplement your MMA training or does it all compile to, to get down to MMA? Um, so I, we do, in, in, in my gym, Team Oxidine, we, I our style, like the way we train uh, striking, the way we train grappling is all geared, uh, it, it's, it's a hybrid set, it's a hybrid style that is geared towards um, MMA pretty much the whole time. So um, I just, I enjoy striking more than anything else. And so in recent years, I've had Muay Thai fights, kickboxing fights. Um, I, I had a boxing fight not, you know, not too long ago. And so I just, I enjoy striking more. And so that, you might see that a little bit more on my record um, than, than uh, maybe MMA or something like that. But um, I usually, even if it's a kickboxing fight, I'm still grappling. I'm still um, engaging in in, in different um, like wrestling, jujitsu, different types of grappling. Um, so that never really stops. It's just I um, put a little bit more emphasis, you know, on the striking if that's what I'm preparing for. 
Hmm. Um, do you get into like, I mean, did the, cause you know, there's all the subcultures of each discipline and I know jujitsu is a big one out there. Have you ever gone, gone into the, uh, the, the realm of the leg lockers and, and all the hardcore sub only jujitsu people or, or you just keep it focused on MMA? Oh, I just, I, I, I know a little bit. I know, I also know guys that are really heavy into that kind of thing. I, for whatever reason, um, I, I just, I study different, um, MMA fighters and I don't look too far into like the single disciplines of like the top jujitsu guy or, you know, like you're saying leg lockers or the top, you know, kickboxer guy. Like I, I usually stay in my, in my lane with Mm -hmm. MMA. Yeah. That's, that's, that's smart. I mean, I think uh, this this your generation of of fighters coming up. I think it's going to be the probably the best, most evolved, like all around fighters. That question about well rounded doesn't pop up anymore because all you guys seem to be so well rounded now. Mm-hmm. So and I just I'm seeing that with guys that that are you know all the guys that are fighting on Spectation Sports since I've been with them, and it sounds like you're you're cut from the same cloth. Um, uh, just two more questions. Um, do you have a fighter that, that you look up to, uh, that got you into the sport? Uh, I, I don't know if it was a fighter that got me into this sport, but more of a movie. Um, when I was a kid, there's a movie called Never Back Down. I don't know if you've seen it or not. Yes, I have. But, yeah, so when I was a kid, that came out in theaters, and uh, my cousin of mine had taken me to um watch it and i was aware of mma at the time and of course there's the people like chuck liddell which were big at that time um that 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 i kind of knew and i thought it was cool and then that movie uh you know going back now it's a little more cheesier looking at it as you had a 20 as a 25 year old than you know whenever you were 10 or whenever it was i i uh watched it yeah and um so, I mean, that movie got, I really saw a little bit of like how MMA fighters were in the gym and how, like, the kind of training that went into it. I didn't see, I didn't just see the final product. And so it, it was just from that point on, I was like, oh, that's really cool. I want to do that. Mm. Yeah. No, that's, that's actually really cool to hear. Cause when, like, guys from my, I'm an older person. <laughs> the guys from my generation, for us, like, we always, you guys, we hear, we always say, the typical answers are Enter the Dragon or Bloodsport or something like that. So you're yeah. the, you're the first never back down that I've heard. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> I, I've seen those movies as well. But um, I mean that it's uh, it's funny though because like the the the, the name of the movie is a slogan. So I mean mm-hmm. it, it kind of fits in with your your personality of like you know I mean you're undefeated. You're coming back to fight whoever because you want to you want to keep fighting. Um, What's uh what what do you look against Kyle your opponent uh, this weekend? What can we expect to see? Uh well I I mean it's gonna be I, I it's the first time I'm stepping back in the ring in a, in a you know over a year but I I just like every other time want to deliver for the fans so I want to put on the most exciting and uh, spectacular fight that I hope these fans see all year. Yeah, I hope so too, man. I mean, you know, it's going to be on Spectation Sports. That's who this. That's where this article is going to go. But um, a lot of our highlights have been making it on social media, usually after weekends. So hopefully, uh, 
your win can be one of them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, Preston, uh, you gave me enough of your time. I think I have enough to work with to write something decent on you. It's a great story, too, man. I mean, just uh, coming back and, and coming back after taking some time off, and, and you sound really motivated. So I'm looking forward to your fight, and uh, good luck to you. Thanks, I Appreciate it. All right, take care. You too. See you.